Hello and welcome to another episode of Construction Week Viewpoint, where we discuss relevant topics impacting the region's built environment. I am Disha Dadlani, your host for the podcast and multimedia reporter at Construction Week. It's only the start of the year and it's raining appointments at construction consultancy WSP Middle East. Having joined the firm in January 2021, Kathleen Magrell has been appointed Managing Director Advisory Services. And in this role, Kathleen is responsible for overseeing, growing and developing WSP's strategic advisory service offering across the Middle East. Meanwhile, Ian McCauley has been promoted internally to lead the firm's Middle East Project Management Services business, which has been identified as a core growth area for WSP Middle East. Now, what better way to gain further insight on these roles than from Kathleen and Ian themselves, who have joined me on the podcast today. So thank you very much, guys, for joining me today uh, for this episode. And many congratulations to the two of you on your new roles. Thank you. Thank you. Happy to have you both here. Now, let's start off with you, Kathleen. Tell me a bit more about your role and how it feels to be part of this company. Well, thank you. Um, as you can imagine, I'm really excited by the opportunity. I can already tell that this is the sort of environment that I'm really going to thrive in. And um, interesting enough, when Greg first talked to me about the WSP Middle East culture, um, he described it as positive and collaborative and having very much an innovative spirit. And I can already see that. So I'm really starting to enjoy myself. Um, I think also the interesting side is that I actually am going to be empowered to run the advisory services business mm -hmm. and actually leverage some of my previous experience and bring that across. In, so very, very excited. And I can already see that this is a very client centric organisation, which is so important because ultimately we are professional services and we need to understand and involve and meet our client needs along the way. Right. That's, that's very interesting. And of course, Kathleen, we look forward to how you drive uh, the transformation of WSP's advisory service business across the Middle East. Uh, Ian, you, of course, have been, um, you know, you're part of one, you know, one of the number of new appointments at WSP. Tell me a little bit more about what your role will entail. Yeah. Hi, um, I'm the leader of the newly formed project management services business. Um, it's one of four uh, of our business units. Uh, it represents approximately about 40, 45 percent of the revenue here in the Middle East. Um, we're fortunate we've got 700 staff in our business unit in five countries across the region. Um, fundamentally, the role will be about setting strategy and direction um, for our project management offering and responding to the needs of our clients and that of the broader market. One of the other critical elements of the role will be to ensure that we continue um, as an organization to maintain the high level of resistance and agility uh, that I think we've successfully demonstrated over the past 12 months and yeah. challenging months that they have been. Right. What's interesting, Ian, is that uh, you've been with WSP Middle East for uh, around 13 months now. And it's, uh, you know, it's, of course, very interesting that I'm speaking with uh, both uh, a new appointment and an internal hire. Now, tell me in about how the role came about and what will your priorities be as managing director for project management services? Um, you know, the, the role and the business unit was created as a direct result um, of the global pandemic. One of the truly amazing things about WSP is the constant desire for continual improvement. It's driven into our DNA of the company. It's it's part part of us. So you know, hearing somebody say this is how we always do it at WSP, you just don't you just don't hear that. So when the crisis hit early last year, you know the management team looked um, at the opportunity to review our operations and how we functioned as a business, both responding to the crisis and considering what 
the company needed to do to look for the future. You know, how do we truly become future ready? Simplifying our project managing project management offering within a standalone business unit just made perfect sense during that review. Additionally, what made sense is how you consider our clients are delivering their projects and assets across the region. Ultimately, clients are buying PMC services that can deliver complex infrastructure and built form within a single contract mm. with a single point of ownership. And that kind of made sense to us. And, and that's the reason kind of reinforced our proposed approach. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. And now, Kathleen, I have a bit of a difficult one for you. Tell me, what was the deciding factor that made you say yes to this role? Well, it definitely had to be a sense that I was joining a company that's actually quite progressive. Mm-hmm. That's actually really important to me. But also underlying, it's really that my skills are suited for the role. I've been very fortunate to have held a number of senior roles in the Middle East and in the UK, running, developing, growing strategic advisory services. So I'm very much hoping I can leverage these to optimise and drive the WSP advisory services business. We have incredible advisory services built business globally, and I just need to work out what to bring across and what to align here for our client needs going forward. Mm -hmm. But also um, one key thing is that one of my strengths is actually understanding client problems and actually bringing the right multidisciplinary expertise together to solve those problems. And this is a great chance to do that. Great. Uh, Now, you know, as part of Construction Week's expert interviews uh, YouTube series, uh, we had WSP Middle East CEO Greg Kane, who recently spoke to Construction Week about the transformation of the firm's advisory services uh, offering in the region. Now, Kathleen, tell us more about the business unit that you'll be heading up and um, why was it set up? Well, we're in very challenging, exciting (laughs) times at the moment, as we can imagine. We know that there's immense pressure on public finances and also with the dip in the oil price. And we know that our clients are expecting much better quality advice across the asset lifecycle, all the way from investment, design, build, operation into potential disposal or, or repurposing of those assets. So the advisory services business, we feel, is our real growth area because we can actually then help to address client needs, particularly in that space, right the way across the value chain. We have um, internally within advisory services, not only technical, but strategic, but also commercial expertise. So once this is blended together, we can really help our clients understand future trends, Mm -hmm. how we can actually manage risk and build resilience into their projects, whether it's a city or a development. It can be absolutely anything. So I'm very excited because we are now bringing a new capability to the market. These are definitely busy but exciting times for you, Kathleen. Uh, Tell me about your objectives for your role and also a bit about your eventual goal for WSP Middle East. Yes. Well, as you quite rightly said, I'm responsible for aligning and overseeing the advisory business in the Middle East. But I have very much a personal objective as well. Um, What I want to do is to really understand the future business models, Mm -hmm. not only so that I can align those within our WSP organisation, but also so that I can replicate and actually help the clients to resonate those within their own organisations. And again, help them future-proof or build resilience into the future. So in order to do this, um, one of my first tasks is actually understanding what's the right strategic pursuits or objectives that we should be looking at right now. And how can we take those and translate them into unique value propositions that we can actually take to our clients across the region? In particular, I want to focus on providing advice to clients at the front end where they're struggling with specific strategic problems and actually help them to come up with some very simple strategic action plans that they can implement pretty quickly. 
So ultimately, I want to take clients from problems that they might have in their current state to actually reach their um, desired end state at the end. Right, that's very interesting. And now, Ian, I understand, of course, that, uh, you know, you're an internal hire at uh, within WSP. Tell us uh, what led to this promotion and how important is it to retain staff at the company? Uh, wow, probably a question for Greg. <laughs> um, but, you know, I'd, I'd like to think that my promotion is rooted in the culture of the company. You know, I've been with the company for 13 months now. And one of the things that has amazed me from the first week, and it still amazes me today, is the WSP culture. Right. It's powerful and it's unique. I genuinely believe that my promotion was due in some part to the value, my values and, and my values aligning with the culture of our company. You know, things like passion for safety, a desire for diversity and inclusion, a drive for excellence, a determination to improve our gender balance. You know, these things are important to me. And I think by me being aligned with that and aligned with the culture, probably helps the promotion decision a little bit easier for, for, for the wider business. Um, on the second part of the question, you know, retention of staff and, you know, retention of talent, it's an absolute priority. Um, as a consultancy, we don't make cars, we don't produce tins of beans. You know, we sell ultimately the time of very talented people. So as a company, we need to retain the best people. You know, fortunately, we have industry-leading staff engagement and retention. So it's my job ultimately to make sure that we keep the focus in this area and we don't drop the ball and allow our best talent to lead to our competitors. Right. And, you know, I'm sure you both would agree with me that it's it's refreshing to note uh, during these trying times uh, that we're seeing, you know, internal appointments as well as uh, new appointments altogether. So that's definitely very, very great news. Uh, now, Kathleen, with such a big responsibility to handle a new business unit for WSP, um, how, how are you going to ensure that this will be a success? Well, ultimately, I think it's got to be about truly listening to our clients and um, really offering them very, very clear but simple strategic action plans going forward mm -hmm. so that they can, as I mentioned, move from their current state to their desired state. What I'd like to become is a trusted advisor, so someone with a team who's able to build that long-term relationship with a client and actually take them on their journey and stay with them on a long-term basis. Ian, now with uh, WSP handling a broad range of projects uh, across the region, how will you ensure on-time delivery and client satisfaction as part of your role? I don't believe anybody can answer that question <laughs> with any level of confidence. Yeah. You know, I've lived and worked in Europe, Asia, Australia, the Middle East. There is nowhere on the planet um, that is quite as challenging as the Middle East. The projects are fast, complex, challenging and the clients are just incredibly demanding mm -hmm. ensuring on time delivery and client satisfaction is insanely hard in this region however what i can ensure is absolute laser focus on getting the basics right the right people the right systems the right leadership you know ultimately delivering technical excellence that our global company can provide to our clients in this region now, last, uh, and this one's, of course, open to both of you. Let's start with you, Ian. Uh, tell me a bit more about the types of projects, and maybe you could name a few as well, that you're most excited about delivering in 2021. 2020, of course, has been quite a uh, challenging year, but WSP has just braved through. Uh, what's 2021 going to look like? Look, yeah, it is so difficult to pick out a single project. Um, you know, all are unique mm -hmm. in their own way. Um you know, if it's pushed, you know, we had two recent awards, um, one in Jeddah and one in Riyadh. 
and just be just before the end of the year. You know, projects have not been announced, so I can't really discuss them in detail. But we we will do um, as time um, prevails. However, you know what I can say is the projects, you know, being when they're completed, they will have a profound impact on the communities that they serve, and that to me is something really, really quite exciting. In terms of other projects that I I, I kind of can talk about is you know I'm this is my second stint in the Middle East, and I've been here uh, I think this time around eight years. Mm-hmm. In, in previous roles, I've been involved with, with the World Cup programme. And I remember pretty much when I came back to the Middle East, standing on a piece of earth instead of a peg put in the ground. And somebody saying to me, at this spot is when the World Cup will be kicked off. And I remember that now. And I've been fortunate in my career and, I, and we're still involved in, in the FIFA programme now to watch that grow. And as a football fan myself, that's been terribly exciting. And I always have... A little bit of a soft spot for for that program that we're we're heavily involved with. Uh, Kathleen, would you like to weigh in on this as well? Um, you know, what is twenty twenty one going to look like? Well, the opportunities for advisory services are really wide ranging, um, but what I'm seeing at the moment, and there's a plethora of these already coming through, a large focus on looking at asset management portfolio reviews. A lot of clients with old maturing assets that mm-hmm. we need to look at. How can we monetize those? Is there asset recycling schemes we can look at? Then, of course, there's the influx of PPP opportunities. How do we engage the private sector? How do we entice them in to be supporting some of the infrastructure investments here? And, of course, there's the real recognition now on sustainability. How do we really make these promises happen? And I'm really excited to be working on any of this. I'm already seeing it happening. Great. Uh, Well, it's been a a wonderful year, 2024, WSP, regardless of the kind of challenges that that we faced. Um, with, of course, the kind of project portfolio that you've had, uh, this includes uh, being part of the lift uh, of the link at One Zabil and the address residences, Jumeirah Resort as well. And, of course, uh, WSP won big at the CW Awards 2020. Um, I wish you both all luck for 2021. And thank you very much for joining me on the podcast today. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you. Great. Well, that was all for this episode. We will be back very soon with another one. Till then, we have a new task for you. As you may have heard, Construction Week has now gone behind a paywall. Sign up for a digital annual or monthly subscription to Construction Week online for unlimited access to the news website. Um, What's in it for you? It includes up-to-date analysis on the region's biggest issues, digital access to the Construction Week, the magazine as well, exclusive expert columns, features, site visits, interviews, and more. Thank you for listening, and until next time, goodbye.